This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Boomsies. Now we're rolling. Episode number 13 of Boomsies. The Matt Sundin episode. Honorable mentions. Well, one. Pavel Datsuk. We went with Mats. We're in Canada. He was a leaf. I actually... Sundin got hurt in the first and only Leafs game I reported on. So I had to look this up. It was October 16th, 2005, which was the first ever shootout in the NHL. Between the Sens and uh, Leafs. So we're all like, what's happening here? Oh yeah, shootout. We have a winner. There's no tie game. Sundin got hit in the puck with a face in that game and he left. So I, I had to go find out what the injury was. I had never reported on a Leafs game before. So I'm I'm running around the Air Canada Center. So I'm like, do I knock on the Leafs door? Do I ask an usher? I, I didn't know what I was doing. Hello, Mats, are you in there? So they uh, the broadcast sent down to me for the report. So I started the report. I had no news. And then I hear in my ear, start again. So I started my report again after I was 30 seconds into it. I never reported on another Leafs game again. I was one and done. I think he got he got hit in the, like a orbital bone. He went to the hospital. He was fine after that, but he needed stitches. How do you find the injury? I had no contacts. I'm asking like the popcorn seller. You seen Matt's? He's like, what? What are you doing? I don't know. Play along. We do corrections on Boomsies. We like to be above board. Corrections from episode number 12, zero, we were perfect, hello. Oh, Ron didn't like that. Ron just came r- bolting into the studio. Don't know what he has to report on. Ron is a cat. He's now jumped on the desk. Sorry to upset you, Ron, but we made no mistakes. You know, I was on the phone with my, oh, no, don't drink don't drink the water. Thank you. The water's fine to drink here. No, no, just I don't like drinking from a water after a cat has licked it because 
I don't know where that prickly tongue's been. Imagine humans had those tongues. That'd be so cool. Ron, want to change tongues? Okay, I'll just pet you like uh, Dr. Evil here. Um, I was on the phone with my buddy Jim Pearl. He appeared on the first ever episode of Boomsies. Could not figure out a Zoom. Eventually got down to it. He will return. We are actually planning a trip to Montreal. Well, we aren't planning. It's happening at the end of April. Jay, Jim, and I. The two Js. Well, their first names start with J and the D. JJD. Hitting up Montreal. We are going to eat our faces off. But um, he gave me... Ow! Gosh. If Ron went to the pound, he wouldn't get adopted because he's a biter. We went to once to get a cat. And we're looking, we're like, oh, we'll take this one. He's fluffy. They're like, nah, he'll gnaw your arm off. I'm like, oh, someone's got to take him. They're like, you aren't. I'm like, okay, he's a biter. So Jim gave me some, some pearls of wisdom. He said, he was talking about Seattle and uh, how he spent many years there. And he said this, he said, in my mind, Seattle was always sunny. And I'm like, I almost broke down in tears. I literally stopped on my tracks because I'm a pacer. When I'm on the phone, I do 3K. I'm walking up and down the house. I'm going outside. I'm walking down Main Street. I'm a pacer. But I'm like, that's, that's beautiful. A city known for rain. But Jim has such good memories of the place. He only remembers the sun. That's a kid's book. Jim, get right. So that's a good way to live. Let's start with that. See? Optimism. Always remember the sun. Russia. When we were there for the Olympics, I don't think it was sunny once. Russia. Where's your sun? Uh, We talked about the World Cup last week. Canada is in. They have their group. Now, I figured out the perfect way to gauge the group. We are going to do it by dish or food each country is known for. So we got Group F. It's Group F. Canada. Belgium. Morocco. And Croatia. Canada, we got poutine. That's our national dish. Whether you like it or not, we... Noise just came out of my throat. I think there's a frog in there. Sorry about that. Canada, we've got poutine. Belgium, you got your waffles. Morocco, had to look it up. Couscous. Ooh, okay, you're back at the bus, Morocco. How do you compete with waffles and poutine with couscous? You don't. And Croatia... Again, had to look it up. They have brude, which is a fish stew. So Morocco and Croatia, you are uh, in a dead heat for last. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all Moroccans and Croatians. But there's no competing. Belgium and Canada. So we got one and two. We got to compete for that. Waffles, they are far superior to pancakes. If you have ever had true Belgian waffles, like from someone who's studied them in Belgium, You can do that. 
They are not dense. They are a stuff of dreams. Poutine, just like waffles, they can be made very poorly. Great poutine, not overloaded with gravy. I don't know if you like them soggy. I don't. And you have to have crispy fries. Crispy fries can ward away the sagaration of the gravy. Sagaration word? The sogginess? Either way. So I am Canadian. We're going with poutine. So group finishing order based on each country's foods. Canada, Belgium, Croatia, and Morocco, you're done. Yes, I will take fish stew over couscous. And if it ends like that, again, we predict a lot of things on Boomsies. I think we predicted that one very well. Uh, Speaking of food, went out for dinner with my daughter Ruby Sunday night in my hometown of Peterborough, Ontario. It's located in Canada, in the province of Ontario, as I mentioned. Famous for the Lithlocks and the Peterborough Beats. Daddy-daughter date. Pretty cool. Had a blast. Restaurant. Oh, there's another noise from my throat. I don't know what's going on. Maybe the acid reflux is raring up. I do take medication for it. Didn't take one today. The restaurant was packed. A lot of seniors. This city has a lot of seniors. They turned my old high school into a retirement home. This is not made up. So place is buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. I'm down in Shirley Temples like they're going out of stock. And then I look up for my pork chop or my steak, whatever I had, it was delicious. Everyone is gone. Place is empty. (laughs) Another noise. All the seniors had left to go to the concert that was in town that night. The artist, Alice Cooper. He is 74. But, I mean, literally, there were walkers going out the door. Good on him. Would have been too loud for me. School's out. Alice, can you turn it down a little? Turn it down a smidge, Mr. Cooper? Big night out in Peterborough. Did I, I turned to Ruby. I'm like, do you want your first concert ever to be Alice Cooper? She's like, who is that? I'm like, okay, I guess that's our answer. And then two days later, I run into another legendary musician in my bakery here in town. Waiting to order a donut when in walks Ozzy Osbourne. Sorry, Blue Rodeo's Greg Keeler. So I'm uh, waiting for my, they didn't have any maple dip, which is my go-to. Waiting for my chocolate donut. And I say, hello, Mr. Keeler. Gives me a nod and then he's checking out the baked goods. Ron, stop biting me. So he's looking around at the baked goods and he's getting an apple fritter. And he's like, I know you. I saw you in the paper. Uh, they wrote about Boomsies in the Orono Times, our weekly paper here in town. That's where you get all the, that's where you get the news of the day. True story. Front page article was once on a tree that's two houses down. It's an old tree. I found it informative. I wanted to know about that tree. 
It's being held by, by wires. What's going on with that wire tree? Now I know. It's the only one in town. So we chatted. And I'm like, hey, you should come on the podcast. And he kind of is like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. So I left outside uh, sitting on the bench and joined a, a donut with my daughter. Mr. Keeler comes out and he's like, yeah, sure. I'll come on that podcast of yours. So he gave it some actual thought while buying his baked goods. And he's like, yeah, I'm doing boomsies. So Greg Keeler will appear on this podcast. One problem. I got no contact info. We just left it like, uh, okay, that sounds great. And then he drove off and I walked away. I'll see him again. He's always around town. And I hope, I hope on the podcast, he'll do the opening, the opening words of Diamond Mine. I love, oh, I will lose it. But can you request that of a musical guest? I'm sure we can. He's not going to get mad. Uh, It's Masters Week. Oh, baby. It's the start of spring. The reason I got an HDTV. Right, Ron? Oh, you weren't around then. No, it was Alex Fraser was the cat at that time. Alex Fraser, named after the bridge in Vancouver. Beautiful bridge. When I did Airborne Traffic Report, I'm like, that's a great looking bridge. Got a cat, named it after that bridge. If you're ever in BC, check out the Alex Fraser Bridge. So I had one of those massive old TVs. But one of the new massive TVs. So guy selling it to me, he said, you know... HDTV is the next big thing. I'm like, yeah, sure, bud. I'll take this 800-pound TV because it's all the technology I will need. Six months later, everyone had a flat-screen TV. So uh, a couple years later, I saw the Masters on a buddy's flat screen, and I'm like, okay, I can barely, I can barely see the ball on my Samsung TV. I think it was an off-brand TV. I'm like, I need HD. I, I got to get with the times. So I think I paid $2,500 for the, for the flat screen I got a couple years later. Those flat screens are now $100 at Costco. Here's a little fact. If your flat screen TV and you've got an old one or maybe a new one, it goes down. Don't just throw it out because that TV, after like seven years of use, just stopped working. I'm like, I guess this is trash. That's what everyone does. You just do technology. You can't fix it. So I brought it to Kawartha TV in stereo in Peterborough, Ontario. I spent a lot of time there. I'm from there. So I bring it in. I'm like, hey, mind taking a peek at this? He's like, sure. Guy looks at it. Oh, yeah. It's a $15 part. TV still works. Don't know where it is. I'm guessing it still works. $15 part. I was going to put that baby on the curb. So if your TV goes down, get Jimmy to take a peek at it. Um, I used to do the sports up in Fort McMurray, Alberta. Alberta is a province here in Canada. They've got oil. Every Friday, I got to do a commentary. It was called Dan's Rant. Oh. Sorry, my voice is my 
my mouth's making a lot of noises that I don't mean it to. So Dan's rant, they were not good. I still have them somewhere. I'll read some of them. They are atrocious. But my best one ever was the one for this very week. I just said, shh, it's Masters Week. See, less is more. People are like, thank God he's not doing a minute 50 on Ray Bork. Less is more almost every single time. Baseball's back this week, baby. Our guest actually is MLB.com's Keegan Matheson. Tremendous follow on Twitter. Just a nice guy. So we're going to talk to him in a bit. Jays departing Florida to get their season started. Before we get to Sorry, Ron. Ron was keeping watch on Boomsies, Newsies. So we're going to go through the news of the day. Legalized sports betting is here in Ontario. Yeah, I'm all signed up. Bet Rivers app, it is. I was on the laptop. I'm like, this is slick. These guys know what they're doing. So uh, get your bets in. Producer Tim laid a bunch of wagers. Won them all. Put some futures. Bills to win the Super Bowl. Jays to win the World Series. Tim's on it. Listen to Tim. He's our gambling insider. We've got our uh, updated listener data. Where are people listening? This is uh, this is big. These are the countries that listen to Boomsies. Leading the charge, Canada. 93% of listeners are Canadian. Thank you. We appreciate every one of you. The U.S. in at number two with 4%. So where are the other percentages? United Kingdom in at three. Mexico in at fourth. Hola. Gracias. Iran, they used to be in at number four, but they got bumped down to five. Australia, good eye, mate. Japan, konnichiwa. Germany, hello. And Ireland, hello. Oh, no, that's English. Top of the morning to you. So thank you for that uh, that tuning in worldwide. And the top Canadian city to listen to Boomsies, Toronto. And then we're right into the heart of Alberta, followed by Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Ottawa, Vancouver. Way down on the list is my hometown of Peterborough. Well, thanks a lot. Well, thank you for listening. Spread the word, baby, Mom. Mom, you listen every week. Maybe get some of your friends to listen? Uh, Austin Matthews, man, he keeps scoring. That's Boomsies Newsies. Quartered a hat trick against the Lightning. He has 47 goals over his last 47 games. Austin Matthews, the news is, he's good. March Madness uh, final, Kansas won. I didn't get to see any of it. Was it a good game, Tim? Oh, yeah, he said. That's all you need to know about that. Hideki Matsuyama, the first Masters champ from Japan, revealed his champion's dinner menu for Tuesday's exclusive dinner party. Here we go. I'll tell you if I would join this. 
Appetizers, assorted sushi. I'm in. Sashimi, yep. Chicken skewers, oh yeah. Entree, miso glaze, black cod. As long as it's not straight miso soup, I'm okay. We got some, oh, Wagyu beef ribeye with mushrooms and mixed veggies. And then for dessert, a Japanese strawberry shortcake. Matsuyama, you know how to make a menu, buddy. So, Z Money, who compiles Boomsy's Newsies, asked what would be on my dinner menu. Well, pork chops. I would have sushis as an appetizer. I like those. Calamari from someone who knows how to make calamari. Put that in the appetizer as well. Let's go with a, a nice ribeye steak. Sorry, I'm stealing from Matsuyama. This is just a perfect menu. And for dessert, creme brulee. Or you can have a maple glazed donut. Or if there's, maybe we go a Belgium waffle with ice cream on it. And then you put maple syrup on top of the waffle. That is a tasty treat. Oh, and I should put poutine in there. Poutine part of the entree. And then everything's figured out. You got maple syrup. You got poutine. Maybe some uh, female bacon. I don't know where you put that in. Tiger Woods, game time decision. But the breaking news is he's going to play in the Masters. Tiger Woods is back, baby. Oh. The, the people that put on the Masters. They are thankful for that. They will not leave him alone. We'll see every shot he makes. If he's in contention, I don't know. The guy couldn't walk a few months ago. Still, uh, I'm uh, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. Still a better golfer than me. A man who has two good legs. Non-sports related stories in Boomsies Newsies. Elon Musk buys $3 billion Twitter stake. I don't get that one. I don't think Twitter makes any money. I don't think it ever has. Elon, give me that $3 billion. I'll make you $12 billion. You invest in boomsies? Make this baby go electric. Because we are on the verge of being electrocuted at all times in this basement. And caught on fire. With our 10 fed candles sitting here next to cats. Jim Carrey retires from acting? The bizarre one about this is, so his last movie is going to be Sonic the Hedgehog 2? That's what you go out on? I don't know, Jim. So Jim Carrey movies. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah, I can still watch that. Dumb and Dumber, I'm sorry. Going to take a lot of heat for this. I never liked it. I didn't. I didn't like that movie. The Mask? Showtime! That was a pretty good movie. Liar, Liar. Yeah, I like that. Cable Guy. It was, yeah, it was fine. Batman Forever. Don't remember it. Bruce Almighty. Don't remember it. Dr. Zeus, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. I think he made more movies than that. But Jim Carrey, retiring. We're trying to get him on Boomsies. So he doesn't go out on Hedgehog 2, but instead he goes out on Boomsies. Also, scientists have designed a radio message that will be sent out into space and will broadcast Earth's location to aliens. 
so I was thinking about messages and I sent my brother Vince a text. I'm like, what message would you send to aliens? He had a good one. He said, why buy a mattress anywhere else? They're like, we got mattresses up here in space. Let's go. Let's go see what they got down there. It's a jingle. It's catchy. If they understand English, if they don't understand English, it'll just be like. Because they won't understand it. So it'll just be gibberish. Because we won't understand them. Or maybe they're so smart they already know our language. Or if we go even further, they are actually using us in a computer game. And so they're controlling us and they've created our language. Because in my mind, we're living in an alternate reality. Not, not an alternate reality. We're living in a simulation. That's what... Prove me wrong. I don't know. That's my thoughts. Still waiting for evidence on that. So why buy a mattress anywhere else will be the message we send to the aliens. Let's find our email manmade for boomsies. Manmadebrand.com. I'm wearing them right now. My favorite part to start my day. It's the truth. Put on my manmades, then have my coffee, and then Ron bites my face. Best part of waking up is man-made on my crotch. I give them a new slogan every week. That might be a winner. All their products are made with zero synthetic polyester. Polyester is a derivative of plastic. That's disgusting. Quality essentials men need without the BS and the kicker. You can communicate with the founders by the man-made concierge service, a text message service. You can get customer service with and restock any of your man-made products once you realize how they change your essentials game. A text messaging service for your underwear. Yep. That's why they're changing the underwear game in Canada. Canadian company run by the guys that just want to hold your balls. For real. Manmadebrand.com. Enter Boomsies in the notes section at checkout and get a free pair of socks. Best socks ever. Here's the man-mades. I always have them in the package. Beautiful packaging. Let's rip these bad boys out. And there's what you got. Some great undies. Okay. Let's find the, uh, the email man made for boomsies. We got this one here. Hey, Toolsy. I was skiing with my 16 and 19 year old. We were staring at a black diamond that led to a cliff. Think I'd be funny. I told him if you ski over that, you're done. They both laughed and they were surprised. The oldest asked, you know, you're done. Sir, you're even cool with the teenagers. This dad's hope of making them laugh. You're done. That was from uh, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Danimal, have you ever tried French toast in the air fryer? I have. If you put anything in the air fryer... It's good. French toast in the air fryer. La boom. That's from Mike. Question about Tim Hortons. Remember that show and you and Jay used to host on the network no one remembers? I don't. Anyways, I do recall that you and Jay used to rant and rave about Tim Hortons products when they used to sponsor the show. You guys always said they were delish. Now you compare their items to horse manure. 
Please solve this mystery for me. Are Tim Horton's menu items to die for, or are they not worthy to be fed to Ron the Cat? Good question from Lonnie in Calgary. I've said it here. I love their steep tea. Boston cream donut? Yep. Hash browns? If you get a good location. And maple dip donut. Everything else? Garbage. You didn't hear me rave about those other items, did you? No, you didn't, Lonnie. Hi, Dan. No more Tim Hortons. No more marshmallows. 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 My favorite food, a donair. Have you ever had a donair? Do you know what a donair is? I have. They're good. If one was next door, I'd get them all the time, but I don't even know where to find one. That's from Kyle in Calgary, who loves donairs. As I write this to you the day before my 39th birthday, what an honor it would be to have a you're done or a happy boomsies, if you will, and maybe some consideration for some man-made undies to keep my old boys in place. Ha 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 ha. Proud to hear all about your journey. Keep up the great work. Your pal, Paul from Moncton. Paul, you're done. And happy Boomsie's birthday. And our final email. This one's from Steve. The real reason why I'm writing you this email is because I want to say thank you. On your first couple podcasts, Boomsies, you talked about some pretty real stuff. Real hardcore emotions were expressed and it stuck with me and will continue to stick with me. So I have to take a sip here. Don't have dry mouth in the mic. Oh, there's another noise. You see, I recently became a father to a very handsome son last summer. I also unfortunately had a work injury in October. I was doing what every father would do, work through it. I kept the pain and mental toll to myself, all the while the doctors and therapists couldn't believe the progress. After a brief hospital stay for the pain, I was now on some little pills that worked wonders. For about three months, I had my whole day planned out. I knew exactly how many pills I had, what time I needed to take them, then to the point where I'm not sleeping because my body would wake up in anticipation. Plain and simple, I was addicted. <coughs> Early in March, I had a full breakdown. Mentally, I was exhausted, let alone my body, which waved the white flag back in December. Luckily, I was able to get a surgery date that was only a week or so away from my breakdown. But during that breakdown... Those podcasts that were replayed multiple times. Don't get it wrong. I'm a day one boomsies listener and even like to tweet of mine. I know all about the time you mistakenly gave the wrong number of the podcast. The extensive talks about really bad Mario movies and the in my car palooza. (laughs) Yes, I want people to in my car, but I needed to listen to your emotions again and again. You helped me pull away from the narcotics. You'll never truly understand how you could have done that without knowing me or speaking to me. It was you and your the past that gave me strength. Everyone always tells their story hoping to help at least one person. One person makes it worth it. Well, let me tell you, I'm proud to be your one person. I'm proud I made it through the withdrawal. I'm proud to choose to better myself for my wife and my son. I'm proud I didn't continue to go down the dark tunnel that I was heading down. 
please continue to be you and who you are. It changed my life. You never know who else you'll help. Always your fan, Stephen. P.S. It's okay to cut my email short with a you're done. <laughs> oh. Wow. There we go. If we don't do another episode of this show, I am fine. There's wood in my drink. (laughs) There was a piece of wood in my drink. Okay. Well, Steve, that's that. That was amazing. I, uh, I can't tell you how much that means to me. So there you go. Okay. So, uh, I'll take a breath. It's, oh, the man-made, I've got it. I'm giving those man-mades to Steven, even though birthday boy wanted them. Steven, you're getting them. Steven, you thought this podcast changed your life. <laughs> Wait till these man-mades get on you. Didn't you be like, I'm a new man. You'll probably say in a more manly voice. Steven, way to go, buddy. I'm proud of you too. Okay, time for our guest. He covers the Jays for MLB.com. He is a treasure trove of all things Jays on Twitter. He's at Keegan Matheson. At Keegan Matheson. He's from Nova Scotia, so you already know you're going to like him. Let's welcome in Keegan Matheson. Keegan, uh, what number of days have you been in that hotel room? We're looking at day 42 down here. It's, uh, the, the really dark moment, Dan, is when I came in the other day and the woman working at the front desk, who I've come to love at this point, said, Mr. Matheson, you have more mail. And really, my heart just sunk. You know, once you're getting mail to the hotel, that's really a dark, dark moment. OK, so tips. If you're in a hotel room it's, uh, at some point in your life, give us tips on staying sane. Well, I might be the wrong man to ask. I think I lost my mind a couple of weeks ago. Man, oh man, it's, you know what? I'm really riding a streak of the hotel breakfasts down here. I take pride in not missing that. I have a, a really big one for me has been stopping somewhere for a smoothie every day as a lie to myself. You know, yeah. something, something green or red, uh, something fruity, vegetably entering the body, that helps. But uh, man, oh man, it's it's a, a, an act of survival, I think, at this point. It's a... Uh, can't complain because to my my window out my right here is still Florida, yep. and that does beat my condo in Toronto for a lot of February and March. But uh, man, oh man, I'll be happy to see my couch. Um, funny you mentioned your diet because when we were covering the the Russia Olympics, we found out after day five, uh, and actually probably day three or four at our hotel when they tried to Americanize their food they tried to the russians tried to make american food and we're like yeah the spaghetti's just not cutting it so we would hit mcdonald's at the media center and again we fooled ourselves because we'd get those uh, strawberry smoothies we're like there's got to be at least like something in this to keep us alive so i, I can see there's your, a lot of that there's a there's a lot of uh what's it called the tropical smoothie cafe i hit down here okay. and it's uh i feel good about it because the word <laughs> you know fruits is in the title yeah. And I look, it's 550 calories every time. It's uh, 
it's just a, a devil by a different name. Those are good. Those know. are good calories. They are. They are. Okay, let's talk uh, Blue Jays. Now, um, if people follow you on Twitter, you have been uh, documenting your stay and the Blue Jays facility. Man, tell us about it. They underwent a massive renovation. This is fancy, man. And it's important to contextualize this within what it used to be because the Blue Jays' old facility was just plain bad. It was old, old, old. And the original location they've always had here uh, in Dunedin, which is pretty unique in Major League Baseball. A lot of places, uh, spring training complexes are in more of an industrial area or, or maybe just off of a highway where there's room. This is in the middle of, Dunedin is officially a city, but really a village. You know, you're, you're running past a lot of small houses and then boom, there's a multi, multi mega million dollar complex. And in this spot, they really have thought of everything. I mean, whether you look at branding, the technology is beyond even what I can understand. And this is what I do every day. Uh, the nutrition, certainly, the player facilities there. They have indoor pools, hot tubs, training pools, everything you can imagine from a baseball or sports standpoint. It's stunning to look at how much goes into this and how sports just happen now. You know, it's one great example, Dan, one of my first days down here, I showed up and it was a, a lot of times early in spring training, you show up and realize, well, guys are just stretching today. So there's nothing for me to do. But out on the field, there were 10 nutritionists with their hands on their hips. There were iPads filming the stretching. I thought, man, this is, uh, this is not how it used to be. So the complex itself is just amazing. They renovated the stadium across town as well. They have it separated. But in terms of what's available to these guys, it's, if anything, it's, it's going to be too much. The challenge is to narrow down and not get overwhelmed. But the, the weight training facilities and what they have there is uh, pretty state-of-the-art. And coming from where they came from, that is black and white TV to virtual reality type of yeah. stuff. It is a crazy jump they've done. So that's a good way to attract players. Now, the the current crop of Blue Jays, do they have an understanding what's awaiting them in Canada as far as what fans are expecting? Because this country, I don't know if you know that, down, know it down there, but it's going Blue Jays nuts. Friends are talking to me. Friends I didn't even know watch baseball saying, oh, the Jays are looking good. I'm like, well, I didn't know you knew there was Major League Baseball. So do they understand what's awaiting them? Yeah, there's, there's always two times where my life really ramps up, and that's day one of spring training. Everyone remembers, A, what I do, and B, this team exists. And then, of course, the day the Leafs get eliminated. So we'll see when that is. That's, that's when people really jump up. But I don't know if you can explain to somebody who's not from Toronto or not from Canada what it turns into. And I think the Raptors are a great example, even the 15-16 Blue Jays. Yes, from a sports standpoint, but really just from a being around the city being around the country, it turns into the cool thing. Uh, I know that's not a fancy metric, but it really turns into the cool thing to do. It's a social destination. If you're going out to the bar, that's why you're going to the bar to watch that game. And when baseball takes over like that, it's relentless. It's mm -hmm. every damn night, you know? So it's uh, it will really carve out a place. And I mean, this team is so perfectly built to grab a fan base's attention. They're young, they're cool, they're excitable. And it's a core that I think Blue Jays fans can claim as their own. Back in 15 and 16, still great teams, still a lot of personality, maybe a little more edge. I might take that team in a fight over the current team, but 
they were more players that had been assembled. This is a team that's been grown internally. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has always been a Blue Jay. Bo Bichette's always been a Blue Jay. And I think Toronto fans and Canadian fans really like that. It's such a unique group. And so many players from different backgrounds as well. You, know, you have Korea, you have Japan, the incredible baseball markets there, amazing baseball markets there, and the incredible baseball fandom that brings in. It's uh, a great roster, and it's at the perfect time, man. A, a window that, that really should stay open for two or three years as well. This is not an old team ready to go off cliff, which is, uh, I think, maybe the most exciting part. So what you just said is there could be a correlation drawn between this year's Blue Jays and the 1985 Blue Jays in which the man behind me uh, was on, um, Garth Orge, because that was why the 90, 1985 Jays were my favorite team was because you watched these guys and it wasn't a team that was bought. So I like where you're going with this, Keegan. I like that 85 team too. I noticed that poster behind you. That's a beauty. Yeah. But uh, it's it's really something, it's, it's the same reason that I don't care if Josh Donaldson comes back to Toronto 20, 30, 40 times. People always care. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that happens as much in other markets when guys come back. You know, Kyle Lowry the other night, that's a complete exception. You know, he is special in that city. But anytime, I mean, Ryan Goins got a standing ovation when he came back. That's the best example, right? <laughs> Blue Jays fans hold on to players yes. a very, uh, a, an unusual amount, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's what makes it such a, a unique and great fan base. And when players come up through that system, it's even better uh, you, because they can be claimed as their own, you know, always been mm-hmm. a Blue Jay. And it's, yes, it's cool when a guy comes in, a, a Troy Tulowitzki or a David Price lands and saves the day. But when you see it happen internally, and I, I think almost just as importantly, Dan, when you have seen the, t- the same team suck like they did in 2019, and there's, there are good ways to suck and bad ways to suck. And they did it the right way. They bottomed out and went to youth. They let them stumble around a few times. And eventually, as they entered their prime, they got them some stars to play with. This is really the, the sweet spot that a lot of teams imagine. You know, everyone tries to rebuild. Most teams screw it up. Yeah. You know, you, you talk about a rebuild in terms of, okay, automatically four or five years. Look at the Baltimore Orioles. They started rebuilding around the same time. Now you look at them and I mean, I, I cover major league baseball every day and I can't name any players on the Baltimore Orioles. So stuff. Yeah. They have a pretty small payroll. And by the way, thanks for the reminder. Troy Tulowitzki was at one time a Toronto blue Jay. I forgot that. Um, do you sense a different vibe around this team? Cause I mentioned the excitement here. The fans have a different vibe because what did Vladdy Guerrero say last year? He said this last year was the trailer. So is this year the movie? This year's the movie. He's Vladdy has so much more personality than people have seen. He's really coming out of it. He's getting more comfortable, which I understand. I mean, damn, he's 23. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, we lose track of this a, because he's, he's larger than me, which I don't run into much covering baseball. And he's, he's really mature because he's been the guy for 10 years now, but the, the young energy among those players and especially when you see a lot of that young latin core which is such an incredible baseball culture vladdy and teo and lordez someone's always dancing man it's somebody is always shouting at another guy and in a good natured way and sometimes we get bogged down you know talking about 
a team's energy or identity. It's a lot of teams have won championships where not everybody got along and went for breakfast together, but it makes it a lot easier to cover uh, a lot easier mm-hmm. to root for if you are a fan and man, it, it's, you know, George Springer into that mix as well. I think standing around the fields here during batting practice and everything else, if he's not hitting, he is talking all the time. <laughs> it's a, a dynamic group, young, energetic, but also a group I think that pushes each other in a healthy way. And that's naturally something you can do when there's not a lot of competitions on this team. Nobody is trying to unseat anybody. Vladdy's there. Bo is there. You know, Matt Chapman, he's there now. Lourdes, Teoscar, George Springer. These guys aren't going anywhere this year. So it is all about winning. Uh, there's not a lot of individuals there worrying about themselves, I don't think. We'll see where that goes. As money gets involved, things tend to change, I have learned. But for now, man, uh, an incredible energy around the team. And uh, yeah, positive uh, positive vibes, as we say. Good vibes. Okay, I'm going to follow up that uh the movie question I just asked uh, our producer, one of our producers, Z money. He has a question here. Z money wants Z answers. So he said, he asked what movie title will best describe the Jays upcoming season. Wow. Mm-hmm. Movie title, the end result. I didn't know that movie. What movie is that? Boy, oh boy. No, I was asking <laughs> if we're talking about the end result. No, well, the, the best described, no, like leading into the season. Right or, now you could, or you could say end result. I thought first off you said end result was a movie. I'm like, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think right now you're looking at great expectations. Ah, it, is, it is perfect. Very high because this is a team. Yes, they're built for next year and the year after. But I think now Blue Jays fans, it's, it's to the point where it gets fragile. For, because when you are rebuilding and doing it right, it's pretty fun for a fan for a couple of years. You get to see Vladdy come into his own. You get to see Bo come into his own. You raise the win count a few years in a row. But maybe the last day of the season last year, Dan, was the, the first lesson of this. You can do all you want over 162 games, which I maintain is a ridiculous number of games to play. But it comes down to the last day, an hour after your game is over, when Rafael Devers hits a home run in another city and your season's over. So I think how fragile a season can be is the reality that faces the team now because they are more than good enough. They're good enough to win a world series period with this lineup and this rotation. There's usually four or five teams who can say they're good enough to win a world series. Doesn't mean they will, but they have the talent. So it's about health. It's about luck. A lot of those things, but it's also about really nailing those small margins. Now it's about nailing that late bullpen decision or beating out one ground ball, which as much as we harp on this crap in April and May, go back to last year, look at 15 different times where a weird play messed up a game. Suddenly everything's under a microscope. So the competitive phase comes with more attention and more scrutiny at this point. So it's, uh, you know, the light fun stuff is over. It it can still be fun here for fans, but it gets uh, a little more serious because it's, it's gotta be, you know, maybe not World Series or bust because they have some time, but legitimate playoff run has to be. And how about the simple fact that the Blue Jays players now know their home games are going to be in their stadium. They will have fans. They know they're going to be sleep. They know where they're going to be sleeping after their game in Toronto. They don't have to ever consider playing in another ballpark that's not their own. Just that stress 
out of their minds has to be huge. Yeah, and it's I take this, Dan, as just a very simple human thing. I mean, we, we talked yeah, a lot last exactly. year about ballparks and this and that. And these guys aren't from Toronto. You know, this isn't a local team who was uprooted and thrown away. These guys are, even when they're in Toronto, they are a bit on the road. Mm-hmm. So it's more about just normalcy. And it wasn't a stadium-based competitive disadvantage or anything like that. It's just the ability to wake up in your own condo or hotel in downtown Toronto, whatever they stay in, and make your own breakfast, open a closet and pick a shirt out instead of digging through a suitcase. It sounds so basic, but let me tell you, after 40 years in this You're living it. (laughs) There's nothing I want more than to get home and just make a crappy breakfast in a couple of days, you know? Go to the go to the, the cupboard and dig out a snack. I don't need at eleven p.m. That's the dream that you try to get back to. So I think it's just a sense of normalcy for them, especially guys with families. I, I know a lot of these guys are young, but if you do have a partner, you have kids around, and you're trying to shuttle all over the U.S., it doesn't work. So a sense of normalcy for guys who are all routine based. Every one of them is routine based. Some of them to an extreme amount <laughs> routine based in baseball. They need that, man. And it's uh, a connection with that city will help because I spent time with them down here in Dunedin last year and in Buffalo. Both were uh, interesting, you know, from a reporter standpoint, I like to see new things, but uh, both are things I hope I only see once ever. <laughs> you you mentioned uh, breakfast and I was thinking of breakfast on the road, breakfast in hotel rooms. And I was in the grocery store the other day and I saw the 12 pack of those little mini boxes of cereal that you get if you're going on a camping trip or something. And then you have to open it up and you put your milk in there. How are we in 2022 and we haven't advanced that technology? The, the on the road way. cereal technology needs to improve. And I don't know what the answer is, but we have better minds than us Wait, out there for yes. it. Because Elon Musk, that's, come on. That's fix my this. biggest challenge on the road is breakfast. I, I believe breakfast is a lifestyle. It's it's a, a cornerstone of my life. And let me tell you, it's it's tough around here. It's tough. Okay, so wait. So it's a lifestyle. What's your perfect breakfast then? Uh, I make the same breakfast wrap every day. And that is, uh, I do it in a tortilla. So I make it as a wrap. I'm a big believer in burger buns for breakfast sandwiches as well, as an okay. aside over over bread or uh, a roll but i'll make it in a wrap and i like to do a few strips of turkey bacon because if i'm eating this every day i don't know if bacon every day is where i want to go and do some white cheddar and a fried egg on top of that a little bit of red pepper and garlic seasoning and then just a dash of hot sauce on there every single day i like that and turkey bacon it's it's pretty good and it also it's almost like uh, turkey jerky if you cook it too long, it's underrated. It's underrated. Yeah. I found a new go-to in farm boy, Turkey bacon. That's that's the unpaid yeah. plug, but that's a, uh, what a, uh, what an exciting life. Here's a hidden gem. <laughs> if you ever have leftover spaghetti and you've got right. a meatball in that spaghetti, you crush up the you crush up the meatball and you put some spaghetti in there, heat it up in a little uh, frying pan, toast uh, two slices of bread. You have a spaghetti sandwich for breakfast. Wow. It, it'll blow your mind. It's important to carb load early, you know, for a big day. <laughs> it is. But or if you've you... had a late night, I can see that fitting very well with, with some of the, the mornings I've had here in Florida as well. So that might yeah. work. Well, Keen, we really appreciate this. Um, the last question, are the Jays still going to have $1 milk at their games? Because that was a big promotion last year. <laughs> 
they I had... hope not. I, I don't want <laughs> who goes to the game and wants some milk. The, the oh, existence man. of one dollar milk suggests that people are buying it in bulk. <laughs> and, so. and you know what? If if somebody is up in the five hundreds just downing six or seven of those, good on them. Don't Look out me. below. Look out below. <laughs> uh, travel safe, my friend, and uh, we'll catch you at a, a Jays game because, uh, man, it's going to be the hottest ticket in town, and I'm definitely planning to go down there. It will. You got it, Dan. We'll see you there. Keegan. He's on it for us. He's going to invent a new way to eat travel cereal. I sent him a message, and uh, he's like, yep, I've got my best people on it. Hey, he's from East Coast Canada. They can figure everything out. We have a real-time correction. I guess when I was talking about Matt Sundin, this is from producer Tim. I said he was hit in the puck with a face. (laughs) He got the gist of it. Again, I'm pretty sure I'm dyslexic in some form. We're discovering that in real time on this podcast. So he was hit in the face with a puck. Matt Sundin, who this episode was named after since he's number 13. Thanks to Keegan. Thanks to Steve for his email. Uh, man, you don't know what that means to me. Um, just reading those words made everything that we've done on this podcast worthwhile. Uh, hopefully others out there struggling. Steve did it. Just like I did it. You admit like, uh, I got a problem. And then you get help. That's the first step. If someone had told Steve or if someone told me, I would have said, F you. Uh, I got no problem. You, the first step is you have to admit it. So there's always people out there. Reach out. Just reach out. Um, The Bet Rivers Network YouTube page. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you check out the Bet Rivers app. It's just, it's just a glorious piece of technology. Again, not that I didn't think my bosses knew what they were doing, but I'm like, they really know what they're doing. Maybe I thought it was going to be like the, uh, the, the first ever website you went on and you're like, okay, I guess I can get through this, but I haven't reached out to the customer service. We always say award-winning customer service because I had a question about something. They got back to me like in real time. They had a little uh, dialogue box. I think it was like, Susan, I'm like, Susan, what's up? I'm just here gambling. What are you doing? Susan, thanks for your help. Um, as we say each week, give someone a hug. It'll change your day. Change your week around. Give them that hug. The COVID's almost over. Hug with a mask. Again, if someone's wearing a mask, let them. Who cares? Have you ever sneezed in a mask? I did today at the grocery store. It was disgusting. So it's doing something. Have a great week. Enjoy. The- oh, yeah. Shh. It's Masters Week. This has been Dan's rant. Have a great week. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozy. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies.